Welcome to Well Articulated. Rising from the ashes, rounding off our triple threat, we have in this corner the single most defined person in this world <laughs> and UIC College of Dentistry, Dr. Caraba. What are you guys doing, Mad Libs or something? What the heck? You guys are hey, that wasn't a good uh, intro. What That's did you think? Intro. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we'll give it to you. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, uh, I guess. Where did I start? My dad was a dentist, and when I was a kid, he used to always bring me to his dental office. It was a uh, division in Pulaski, so it was an interesting neighborhood to grow up in. And he used to bring me there in um, pretty much grade school and uh, high school. But in grade school, there was a farm, um, basically where I was at, there was a pharmacy attached to it. So I used to ping pong between his dental office and the pharmacy and kind of hang out in the, the neighborhood. And it was great because it was a very diversified crowd. So that's where I know heart. And that's where I saw where I can help low to middle income. Because my dad's offices were always in those settings. And um, it was a blessing because a lot of people couldn't afford certain things. And I realized early in my life, just watching him perform dentistry, public aid wise, and doing things for others that, you know, it was a great thing. But unfortunately, I never wanted to be a dentist. So I was really good with numbers. I, um, through grade school, through high school, um, I love mathematics, and um, I used to be the key um, in high school. All my other students, they wanted my test because I always got 100% with the bonus question. So I knew I was good with numbers. So the numbers was good, I know. Gosh, but, big. So I wanted to go actuary. <laughs> the actuary thing was on my mind. So the first year I went to, um, college, um, it was all about mathematics and numbers, and I took some sciences. And then my second year, I hit calculus three. Oh, I got an 18% on that test. After I got that test, um, I basically called my dad up and I said, Dad, let's take the DAT and see what happens. And I ended up um, basically going to his place on a Friday night, and he had three DAT books lined up for me, and he's like, here's more books to look at. And oh. I looked at him, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you haven't even studied for this? I'm like, no, I came in pretty dry with it. I got 98% on spatial relations, and I guess I did pretty That was my favorite else. part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, spatial relations, you gotta know how to fit a peg in a hole or what have you, so those are pretty important. But before I knew it, I was in dental school, and um, I went three years of college, and then I was one of the youngest kids in my class. And it was it was really kind of neat, because my dad, fortunately, he had a private practice, but he was teaching at the university also. So it was kind of neat having a, a parent that was involved with the university. And when I was a first year student going down to the second floor, because before when I went to school, you started on the fifth floor and you worked your way down. So once you got on the second floor, you were fourth year and you couldn't wait to get out because that, that bottom floor, you're on your way out. So I used to go down to the, the second floor where the fourth years were and they gave me the stink eye. They're like, what's this first year doing in here? And then I had that little look on, uh, 
my dad's uh, faculty here. So after a week or so, they were pretty good with it. And, uh, you know, the, the story goes on from there. So I had a, a good, wonderful education at University of Illinois Chicago College of Dentistry. Uh, traditional skill set. Uh, they taught me so much there. There's some great great instructors some of them are still there to this day so it's great to be colleagues with them as opposed to be a student doctor but they showed me so much so I'm so grateful for that education um, after I got out of there uh, my dad had a practice and I had a decision to make I really liked oral surgery and then it was a five-year program so my father had the practice. Um, basically, it was a running practice. He had a good amount of patient load in there. And I decided that I was gonna go into the practice as opposed to going into oral surgery. Good and bad's about that. You know, there's a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of families that get involved with each other and you hear some good stories and you get, hear some really bad, bad stories and it breaks up relationships too. So if you do that on the family side, you gotta be really careful that you guys know what you're doing because the parents and stuff have old school mentality. They got traditional thought processes and the new ones wanna you know, get all the state of the art stuff. So my thing was I wanted to get a computer. I wanted to get dun, dun, dun. A, a computer, printer. a printer. <laughs> yes, and I wanted to get a fax machine in 95. <laughs> and my dad said, no, no, you don't need that. You don't need that technology. And oh my God, do we need it nowadays. Digital technology helps so much within the office. But anyhow, it took me three years to get that first computer in. And uh, we had one employee at the time. She was here there kind of half the time. She was the front desk and she cleaned the operatories. She got it set up and then we basically were kind of ping-ponging between the operatories and stuff. It was really old school dentistry, but it showed me how to be a really good clinician. I did a lot of good, efficient, quick, you know, quality work. I learned because I did a lot of it. So I was very fortunate to be in the low to middle income areas because I did work and my skill set went through the roof. And that's how I was able to get those other aspects of oral surgery and perio and endo because basically, you know, when a low middle income people can't really afford going to the specialist all the time. So um, we try to keep them in house, you know, so we could do better for them and we could save them some time, energy and money too. So that was really important to me also. So um, after the fact that my dad, uh, he actually retired in 98. So we were running the practice for three years and I had a couple associates at the time and they were working out pretty good. And we started hiring more people and we started evolving. and. We had a four-chair practice at that time, and that four-chair practice gave us the ability after a while, um, because we were very productive and we were efficient, and um, fortunately we were making a little profit there, we ended up buying a, um, another property and we built, um, basically built the building out and did a seven operatory office. So we had a total of 11 operatories. By the time I sold my practice last year um, to my, my wonderful business partner, who I miss dearly and I miss those patients dearly, um, I'll give you the story about that later, but um, once, once I uh, got rid of that, I know that they're in good hands and stuff, but that was a little tricky for me. But you know, that business had 24 employees when I left. So the growth of that practice, get integrating into two, learning small business, um, that's the hardest thing for us to teach you in the dental schools because we gotta teach you hand skills, we gotta teach you dentistry. 
and we gotta keep that posture good. So those are very important to us. And you know, people go to school for an MBA and it takes four years, you know? So it's very difficult teaching the business side of practice um, when we have to teach you hand skills and patient management skills. So that's kind of why we're kind of alluding to these podcasts and stuff. So we can give you better ideas for patient management, how to run the office a little more efficiently, and hopefully these things help out for you. So me, Sam, and Jordan are up for this stuff. So we're very grateful if you guys are picking up this cast. Um, we want to keep this thing growing. So um, yeah, just pick it up and just let us know what you think. We're going to take question and answers eventually. So. That's part of my story. I'm sure you can get a little bit more down the road. So thank you for being around. And what do you guys got? Anything? No, I wanted to ask you how you got into like the education system too. That was my oh, question uh, too. Uh, yeah, because you are one of the great uh, clinical, you know, faculty uh, in Bach uh, oh Clinic. God. You are one of Is the this... faculty, <laughs> you are a faculty in the Member United States. A... <laughs> well, I try my best, and it's a blessing to teach y'all. And, you know, for years, Lisa told me when I was in real practice to, to go out and, you know, start educating. And I, I did a good training in my office, and it was a pleasure doing that within my office setting. But... The guy upstairs had a different plan for me. I got a bad back. I got arthritis in my hip, um, osteoarthritis, and I got spondylosis in my back, and I have five degenerative discs. So I was blowing my back out um, every three, four months, and then basically it was like clockwork. I had to uh, cancel my patient load for a week or two, lay in my house on my floor for a week till it settled back in, and then I went back to it. So it was getting to be a bad quality of life for me. So it kind of forced me into education and I think it was a blessing because I learned a lot over the years and now I can share it with you all. So I don't know where I got it, how I got it, but you know, I think it was meant for a reason and that's why we're doing this nowadays. So um, it's just, it's part of the story. You know, everyone's got a journey of life and there's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of difficulty. I did not expect to be selling my practice before I was 50 years old. I was thinking about running that thing till I was 60, 70, you know, doing a little, just two, three days a week when I was retiring just to keep my hands wet. But the guy upstairs had a different story for me or a different plan. So I'm just uh, kind of rolling with it. And God, the, the inspiration that I get from these student doctors, you know, what I get out of it is, it's awesome. It's just, it gives me, gives me so much. Um, I really, I'm going to end it with this. Um, I did have a, a difficult month in the past and everything, and I had to work with uh, certain people and some, you know, do some conversations, but the best thing that happened to me, I, I went to work and I did what I did. I taught my students, and that to me is what I do. And, you know, it's just the blessings that I have the ability to do it. And when I was a dentist, out in the real world, that was just a blessing that I was taking care of people, um, just taking disease out and just seeing people's complexion change. Um, I had a case, he had like 30 periodontally involved teeth. He was an older black gentleman and I had to take one tooth out a week because he couldn't afford more than that. So I was doubling it up for him. I was doing a little extra for him. He was such a kind gentleman. I think he was in his 80s. He gave the best stories. Oh my God. But after I finished him up, uh, the full or full I made for him, rock star. The guy, the complexion, the color on him, you just saw 
and the happiness, you know, but just taking the disease out of his mouth, that stuff wasn't hitting his heart. That wasn't circulating through his system. Just taking that stuff out, you heal people. So being a dentist is, is a real blessing. It's just, you know, perspective and the way you handle it. So I really kind of blew that one out, didn't I? <laughs> Where else are we going? <laughs> no, yeah, you. It's, your story is very inspiring. We enjoyed it. Yeah, and we, I mean, like, I think that we speak for everybody in Bach Clinic, especially, and when we say that we really appreciate all the guidance that you've given us over the last year and so, um, and we love having you around the, around the clinic. The energy is just, like, Amazing. Through the roof, yeah. Oh my gosh, and then when... Because <laughs> I get pizza last week. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, man. And oh, then, that was two days I bought. <laughs> but there's... You, you and a couple of faculty just bring so much joy to the clinic, and it's just like night and day when you guys are there, and... Well, thank you. That compared to my when, heart. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you're That's not what there. what it's all so. about. So. so we appreciate it. Thank you so much. So it's not just the pizza. There's something not just the about. pizza. Well, it's like ninety percent yeah. pizza, okay. but but there, at least there's a small percentage. <laughs> I just appreciate that. You know, when I'm looking for you around the clinic, I can hear where you are before we yes, see that is you definitely a plus. And the footsteps, people change their posture when I walk by the apertures <laughs> too, which is That's phenomenal. True. I, I do remember actually the other day I was doing an SRP and you walked by and you're like. Posture. <laughs> so I oh, it. he doesn't even say words to me. He just growls, and you know, like upright. <laughs> I can't kick the chair. You got a patient. Over there. So when, when I'm working with the younger students, the first and second years, that that that's a chair kick. Yeah. Now you know, growl. They can see how. Mm. Oh yeah. Posture. Mm. Good. <laughs> like. Very nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing <laughs> no a yeah, thank quick you. story with us on how you got into dentistry. Uh, there will be more to it. Absolutely. So just hang on. We'll, we got more to come. Sounds good. More to come. Uh, Over and out. Over and out. Yeah. Listen to our next podcast. We'll see you guys. Bye. Hey all Dr. Caraba here, aka The Beast from Well Articulated Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoying today's podcast. If you enjoyed this cast and would like to help us grow, uh, follow and subscribe. We will be uh, releasing podcasts every Sunday, um, new episodes. So we would like to do um, throughout the week potentially. So it depends on how many are you listening and how, how quick we can create and grow this. So thank you very much for joining us and uh, remember to brush those teeth floss those teeth and what do we drink after sweets we drink that water so thank you very much our podcast well articulated is a creation developed by professionals dentists and student dentists this is an opinion-based podcast for those interested in dental and general health issues with storytelling and fun facts in between this disclaimer covers the following entities chicago dental society Illinois State Dental Society, University of Illinois Chicago College of Dentistry, Midwestern University School of Dentistry, and American Student Dental Association.